Reflections number 8. Written Monday, July 20th, 2020, Day 343, Morning. This Volume 8 is not the end of my journey. It is but a waypoint along the road of this new, strange, surreal place that is now my life. And yet, it is but another loss. The end of the season of mourning for what has been lost. In the cosmic scheme of things, it is by far the smallest of small things when put into perspective of God's plan, a plan that we are a part of, a plan made certain of success because of the one who gave of himself to guarantee for us new lives we cannot even comprehend. This time, then, has been a time of reflection and healing because a human spirit was not meant to die, our relationships not meant to be broken. In that brokenness, the painful revelations of why we need a Savior and what He has done for us are all too evident. As I now step into this mythical future that I have dreaded for so long, that journey will be new. The essay is a reflection of the past life that will soon be in the rearview mirror of the journey. At the end of the ninth month, I began a separate set of writings that I call Observations on the Essays. This branch will be more of a blog type of posting, occasional postings as the situations of the new life emerge. The seven existing postings also have powerful moments that have been as difficult for me as some of the essays have been. If you have the opportunity to read post July 12, 2020, Remnants of the Precious, you'll see how powerful these writings can be. As I grappled with a minor health setback this past week, nothing major, it was a fitting time of facing yet more physical reminders of this difficult place. Yet in that affliction, developing a resolve fitting with the time of completeness that is ahead. I have declared that I am tired of the struggle and will not accept the onslaught of awful that has been the way of life I have been living. Perhaps this is a sign of the proverbial moving on element I hold in so much semantic disdain. Perhaps it is the coming one year. Whatever it is, I am embracing the unknown, while knowing God does know the way. Sadness, hope, despair, joy, anger, happiness, resolve. Words cannot express the fullness of what has taken place these past 11 months. These words touch on just the edges of the journey. As I reflect on where I am today, reflecting on all that has taken place, now pausing before the fork in the road appears, I am humbled and in awe that I am even here. And no doubt will remain that way as I experience and see whatever God has prepared for me unfolding in the days and weeks and months ahead. Amen. Epilogue. In this twelfth month of completeness, then, it is a fitting moment to end this part of the journey with the eighth volume of essays. In God's realm, the number eight has an amazing significance. In the Bible, many events of major significance occurred on, as the Bible puts it, the eighth day. Here are but a few. Jesus presents himself to the Father as the perfect sacrifice, fulfilling the reality of the wave-sheaf offering on the Sunday of his resurrection, this profound moment occurring on the morrow after the Sabbath, as the King James explains it, 
the eighth day, so to speak. The eighth day, as it's called, the day after the seven-day Feast of Tabernacles is celebrated, picturing a time beyond the millennium when God's plan for man has been fulfilled and eternity begins. Pentecost, when the church began, was a day after seven weeks of seven days were completed, the fiftieth day in that cycle being the eighth day, the day after the last of the seven weeks had been completed. Even the symbol for eternity itself is an eight on its side. So to finish this enterprise with an eight brings with it a significance that is comforting. And the life that is ahead, although not clear at the moment, now begins with a new perspective. Even though I have no information, which is always distressing to my analytical mind, I do have something far greater. And this is not only what I will embrace, it is what we all should hold on to to take us from the awfulness that is often right in front of us and replace it with something wonderful, something not of this world, a little foretaste of the new reality we will all enjoy in Christ one day, something that is available to you now if you will only ask and receive it. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. Philippians 4, 6-8.